Welcome to Killstreak, episode 27. Greetings, future lovers. As always, uh, I am Eric Goslin, and joining me here today via Google Meet, all the way in Austin, Tejas, Michael Price. How are you, sir? Hello. Uh, hello, Eric. Hello, Eric's future lovers. Good. Yep, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that they're fully prepared for what they've signed up for just by listening to this podcast but there is just by listening you are now my future lover and uh be prepared (laughs) maybe you can throw me a bone at some point and uh i don't don't ask for much just Just a a little 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 runoff (laughs) yeah that's right um you know we'll see we'll see only only if you're interested people no Uh, of course yeah no i mean i'm not gonna force anybody to do anything but i'm saying you know, if you're if you've come this far, it's, you, you've got a little skin in the game. <laughs> this is horrifying. Uh, we're already off to a great start. <laughs> Today we're going to be ranking all three Deep Blue Sea movies, and I think it's going to be a long episode. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of arguing here. We didn't see eye to eye on any of these movies. It's a real nail biter. There's yeah. The uh, difference in quality is it can be hard to gauge, you know. Jeez. So strap in, man. <laughs> um, before we, since, I mean, all all joking aside, this is probably uh, a, pretty, a pretty quick one. Yeah. Did you have any media diet stuff you wanted to talk about? We uh, haven't really uh, um, discussed yeah. that stuff in a while. What did or I do you want to save it? Uh, no, no, I don't, uh, I, I don't think, I think it'll be a while before we, we bust out another bonus episode, so... Um, yeah, what did I do? I rewatched. Well, this week has been the big Bill and Ted week. Sure, um, yeah. Because I think we're gonna try. I didn't realize you have to buy it. I probably will, but I'm wondering like how long the purchase window is before you can rent it. But, but then I'm like, I don't know. I want to put money in the pockets of artists and creators. And oh, so. is it only a buy right now? I believe it is only a purchase at the moment. It's like the oh. pre-rental window. Um, but I'm sure that'll end soon. Regardless, uh, we watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey in the last couple of days. Okay. Um, Excellent Adventure, I've seen more times than I could possibly count. Um, it's one of my favorite movies. I love it. Bogus Journey, I've seen way fewer times. I think we talked about this on the podcast, or we, we might did, have talked yeah. about it. Yeah. We did, yeah. So I hadn't seen it in quite some time. That movie's weird. That's yeah, a- um, that's the one I've seen the most of, and yeah. uh, it is a weird movie. And even like... I watched a trailer for it. I haven't. I haven't mm-hmm. rewatched it yet. I, I'm, maybe tonight we'll see. Um, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. There's robots. There's like clone yeah. robots. There's <laughs> robots. There's <laughs> station. There's yeah. the devil. I remembered that they like. I I remember death was in it, but I kind of forgot that the devil is in it yeah. for like a scene. <laughs> um, it was fun. It's not. It's not quite as effortlessly charming as Excellent Adventure, but uh, sure, it, it's certainly an interesting movie. Um, I'm looking forward to the new one. Yeah, uh, but more specific to Killstreak, I I do this a lot. I rewatch a lot of things I haven't seen in a long time instead of ever venturing out to watch new movies. But I mm-hmm. uh, I watch Dead Heat, which I once upon a time owned on DVD in high school. It's oh like one yeah, it's one of the first DVDs I ever bought. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it actually. Really, and I have it. I have it here. Somebody, uh, a, one of my friends, lent it to me, and mm-hmm. has since moved away. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't remember that I have it. 
Um, um, yeah, I should, I should, I should watch that. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. It's not a great movie, but it's certainly memorable and interesting. Joe Piscopo in that? And Treat Williams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a pair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I think last screen appearance by Vincent Price, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Uh, Darren McGavin is in it. He's great. Hmm. Um, you know, Darren Kolchak, the Night Stalker, the dad from Billy Madison mm-hmm, and Christmas mm-hmm. Story. Um, yeah, it's a really weird movie. It has one amazing scene that's like Hall of Fame, weird horror uh, special effects scene, which you might know, and if you don't, I certainly don't want to spoil for you. No, I don't. So yeah, don't don't say. Yeah. I want to be surprised. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's like a two out of five star okay. affair. But it's you know, it's very eighties. It's very silly. It's very gross. I think it's definitely. I mean, I think you'll enjoy watching it. Okay. Well, let's. I'll I'll check it out. I think Joe Bob did it too, so it might be. Up yeah. On, uh... Uh, yeah, I did actually watch the um, the last drive in. Uh, you know, edition or whatever, you, however you want to say. It. I yeah. watched it with Joe I love, Bob commentary. There's so many movies where I get halfway through and I'm like, I wish Joe Bob was just doing this and make it go <laughs> a lot faster, even though it's like longer. Yeah, right. But I'd be like, it just there is something really nice about having like a built-in commercial break with movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what have you yeah, watched? I, I uh, I've seen a bunch of stuff that I, I'll just very quickly hit on. Um, I watched Dolls, the Stuart Gordon movie. Yeah, I watched that um, not, not too long ago. Yeah, and uh, didn't wasn't a huge fan. I mean, it's there's some very cool stuff in there, but it's kind of like this adult dark dark. Uh, not I want to say fantasy, but like fairy tale. Fairy tale, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I just that's not really a, a genre. I uh, not really a genre convention. I enjoy sure. Um, yeah, so the. the I saw that, you know, like I said, there's a couple of cool things in there, mostly kind of boring. Um, I finally, after over a decade of avoiding it, I finally watched Survival of the Dead, the final George Romero movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's another one. It's like you were you were right to avoid it. I was right to avoid it. It's just not very good. It's not very well directed. The acting's not great. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. But one thing I am enjoying that is Romero related is I'm reading uh, the book, his debut novel, The Living Dead, okay. which um, he passed away before completing. Then an author named Daniel Krauss, I believe, um, picked it up and then f- completed it. Uh, and it's like a 700 page real epic zombie hmm. novel. Assumed uh, it, it takes place in the universe of the Living Dead movies. Yeah, it, but it's mm-hmm. like multiple main characters. It jumps around from all over the country, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm like 300 pages into it, and it's still the beginning of the outbreak. So it takes its time. Okay. Um, but it's cool. I like it. It's v- disgustingly written. Like the the gore. <laughs> I've never really read gore like this before. It's pretty wow. pretty graphic and and descriptive in a real. <laughs> In a way that's like, oh, whew, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I am enjoying. He knows that. what he's talking about. And then re- uh, these, this isn't. Um, oh, I rewatched Night of the Creeps, which I fucking love that movie. That movie's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I also I, as a impulse buy, I bought three movies on Blu-ray by Andy Sedaris. Do you know who Andy Sedaris is? He he um he directed like these. 
soft core action movies. Okay. Um, the one I had seen before was Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Okay, I know that? of it. I haven't oh, seen that, it, but I know about it. Yeah, that's one of them that I bought, and I also bought. Um, oh shit! I'm like completely blank. I, I can see it from where I am, but I can't read it. Uh, I'll look it up. But Hard Ticket to Hawaii is, oh my god, that movie fucking rules. It's so silly. It's 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 an action movie, yeah. but like it's so silly, so over the top, so like gratuitous and it's nudity and it's violence and uh mm-hmm. there's like a there's an escaped snake that gives people cancer <laughs> and, and that's like a subplot of this okay. movie um, are, any of the, are either of the other movies malibu express malibu express yes picasso uh, I, trigger i didn't buy picasso trigger i bought malibu express i haven't okay. watched it yet the other one was um uh, let me just. Quickly. I got Savage Beach guns. That's it. That was Savage. Sav- it was Savage, Savage Beach. I watched Beach. that one. Also rules. Nice. There's so much. It's just like, yeah, you got to watch it to experience. You get to like see it to believe it. It's great stuff. <laughs> Real great stuff. Should I start with Hard Ticket to Hawaii? That's my recommendation. That's my okay. favorite one that I've okay. seen so far. But uh, every it's on my I'm list. Like, All right, cool. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon Prime, maybe. Have the Action Boys ever covered any of his stuff? No, I would. No. I, it's I, you know, they're so standoffish. <laughs> <laughs> and like Gabrus and I follow each other on Twitter, yeah. and like, um, he's done a podcast of mine, so I feel like I could ask, but yeah. I feel like he'd still just be a fucking dick to me about it. It's <laughs> just like anytime any of their listeners suggest a movie, it's like a guarantee <laughs> that they won't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's best not to engage. I think. Just enjoy it from from a distance. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's been my media diet. Oh, I watched um, uh, Universal Soldier: Day of Reckoning. Oh yeah, how was it? It's cool. It's really yeah. like it's like if Nicholas Winding Refn made a uh, an action movie. Uh, the director of Drive. I, yeah, but yeah. He, actually, him and John, the the director of Day of Reckoning and the one before that, which apparently doesn't really have much to do with it, is uh, John Hyams. And he and Nicholas Winding Refn are do- Refn are doing a TV show reboot of Maniac Cop, which oh, wow. is for HBO. So that should be interesting. That sounds very interesting. Anyway, uh, that's, that's enough of my media diet. I've been watching stuff. I've been wanting right. to watch movies more than I've been wanting to watch TV. So I've been yeah been doing that. Um, yeah, well, it's good, and everyone should watch more movies and. Yeah, sometimes I wish our podcast could branch out into other worlds, certainly. Because there, yeah, there, yeah. there are things that I watch, and I'm just like, oh, I want to talk about this so bad. But, I know, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do like a deeper into our run. We'll have to do like a, a theme month or something like a Totally. Or an episode that breaks the format a little bit. Yeah, we can fuck around a little bit. Maybe, maybe an April Fool's episode or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, should we talk some more about Deep Blue Sea? Let's talk about Deep Blue Sea. Do you want to get into our superlatives first? Um, well, let's do the quick recaps first. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. of course. But we can keep them real quick. Yeah, we'll keep them quick. So Deep Blue Sea 1, this is the one starring Samuel L. Jackson, Thomas Jane, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, amongst others. Saffron Burroughs. Saffron Burroughs. Uh, Rappaport, cool Michael J. Rappaport, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Michael Rappaport. How could I? I love him so much. Uh, Aida Totoro, Janice Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Janice Soprano herself. They're all um, So we got, uh, they're doing 
genetic research. They're doing research on sharks to develop in Alzheimer's uh, cure, which involves mm-hmm. making the sharks' brains larger, making them smarter. And, of course, everything goes to shit. <laughs> Real fast. We're dealing with Mako sharks in this one. Yeah. Um, and, essentially, our heroes have to escape from the uh, Aquatica, which is an underground laboratory facility mm-hmm. as it fills with water and collapses around them. Sharks are inside, sneaking up on people in hallways. Yep. Hell of a movie. Noteworthy for being uh, the only theatrical release of this series. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's if you're wondering if you want to keep track of which one is which, this is the real movie one. Yeah, this is the <laughs> one that was directed by a big time director and had yeah. mil- tens of millions of dollars of yeah. budget. And they cast uh, actors in it. Um, yes. Yeah. And then, then we have Deep uh, Blue Sea Two. Deep Blue Sea Two. Nigh on nineteen years later, is it? Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um. Deep Blue Sea 2, what an interesting little thing. <laughs> we got uh, Missy Calhoun, I, if I recall, is yeah. the name of our heroine yeah. in Deep Played Blue Sea 2. Danielle Savra. Yep. Yeah. She is brought on to the uh, Achilleos, which is a much lower rent version of the Aquatica. <laughs> yeah. Same thing, but uh, it's just a shack. Yeah, it's a shack floating up. on the water yeah. with the same hallways over and with over With an again. exposed uh, generator. Yeah. Uh, in this case, we got bull sharks, and we're not curing Alzheimer's here, baby. We have an evil mastermind, Dr. Durant. Carl, Carl Durant. Durant. Yeah, played by Michael Beach. Uh, he wants to <laughs> speed up human evolution by making sharks sm- smarter and therefore I don't know using that technology to make people smarter yeah, because is... he wants to fight the upcoming war with uh, artificial intelligence that's right <laughs> he is ready for the singularity and the answer is uh, smart sharks yep um, smart sharks are the key just, to saving humanity just take computers. his take his word for it um <laughs> This is the one that is a sci-fi TV movie. So Uh if you're trying to keep them apart, uh, yeah, this is that one. (laughs) And then finally, we have 2020's Deep Blue Sea 3 just came out, uh, moved from Netflix to, I don't know, just general VOD. Yeah. Um, We have, uh, what's her face? So it's Dr. It. Emma Collins, played by Emma Tanya Ramond. That's right. That's Raymond right. Ramondi. She's gonna she's gonna come on the show and let us know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, she is in Little Happy, which is an abandoned fishing village in the Mozambique uh, Channel, mm-hmm. along with her crew. Uh, they're studying. Oh, they're developing uh, something called the Triton, which is like a advanced radar slash yeah. computer AI that detects the mm-hmm. population and and species of anim- of the sea life then she runs afoul of uh her, her ex-boyfriend who is under the command of genotics they're hunting down the sharks from part two uh and they have their own shady plans yeah basically it's, just to kill everybody <laughs> yeah it's if you've seen the abyss it's the same plot but instead yes. of a nuclear weapon it's killer sharks killer sharks we got bull sharks in this one as well same as before um and yeah it's uh 
It's the thing we covered last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just talked about it. Uh, yeah, this is the in-between one in terms of amount of money spent and uh, realness of being a motion picture. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like a real movie. It's it looks not, like a real movie. It's not a great real movie, but it it, it looks like a real movie. <laughs> yeah, and so, that is the Deep Blue Sea series. <laughs> um, so as with all of these ranking episodes, we like to give out our superlatives to these movies we have some mm-hmm. categories that we have come up with um the first one i would like to bring forth sure is of the three movies which one had the worst cgi in which in which was the like worst effect yeah um so okay this is hard because there's bad CGI in all of these movies. Yeah, even in the big budget one, the oh, sharks yeah. look pretty bad. Yeah, and I want to say, as someone who saw this uh, Deep Blue Sea, the original, the 99, in the theater, it's not just aging. They looked bad in 1999. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so uh, let me just throw some stuff out there, and we can kind of bounce it around. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I will say that the CGI um, in the first one that really sticks out to me as looking really, really fake, although it is very funny, is the aftermath of Samuel L. Jackson's shocking uh, death when the uh-huh. two sharks rip him apart. Uh, underwater. Underwater. Yes. Um, it, it doesn't even look... Like, it really, truly does look like a video game, and like a video game... Not from the current generation, like maybe a PS3 game. If you're being really generous, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. That is that is a bad one. I would also, from this movie, like to nominate the CG, the CGI. Um, um, I keep wanting to call him Carl, Carl Urban, but no, Thomas Jane. Yeah, as he flips around the shark and grabs onto <laughs> its fin, right. it looks just like. It looks like a computer man doing a thing. Yeah, you compa- didn't you compare it to um, the Tim Decker. Heidecker Decker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look up which like- I finally saw. I saw it in since then. Oh, you have? Uh, yeah, I it haven't watched like- the whole episode, but I have seen. I think I saw a commercial for Decker, and I saw the Decker CGI man. body double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really I got a real kick out of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think those are some good candidates from the first movie. The second one, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have forgotten more than I remember about Deep Blue Sea Two. Yeah, but I will say that the baby sharks are the baby so, sharks so silly looking. They're so they look like a screensaver. That's baby yeah. sharks were, were going to be my my mm-hmm. pick for this movie as well because the sharks actually like the regular standard sharks look pretty good. They look fine. Yeah, they're yeah. not great. They're not terrible. But the baby sharks are fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous looking. Um, and then part three, I know when we reviewed it, I complained about the scene where the shark jumps out of the water and bites that guy's head off as he's having yeah. his fist fight with Shaw. Yeah. I think that looked particularly bad. That looked pretty bad. The shark was pretty weightless and didn't... Yeah. And then also there was just like... What should be an like a, a, an effect that you don't even think twice about, but the two, the three dead great white sharks at the bottom, mm-hmm. they were like eaten up. Like they even looked weird. Um, yeah. And then there's there's other just like sharks swimming when they're banging into the window. 
on yeah, the ship. Like pretty bad. Looks really silly. Um, but I don't know. If we had to narrow it down to one, I think I have my... Do, what's uh, yeah? Do you want me to go first, or you you want to say your? You go first. I have one as well, but I okay. Want to hear yours. I mean, I think just because it's so ridiculous and it never comes close to looking real, I'm going to go with the baby sharks from Deep Blue Sea Two. Yep, I'm also going with the baby sharks from Deep Blue Sea Two. I think we, have, right. we we have reached a consensus on that one. They do they do, look... do 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 do. <laughs> baby sharks do 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 do. Uh, they are terrible. So congratulations to Deep Blue Sea 2's Baby Sharks for winning our category, Worst CGI. Yeah, probably the only thing Deep Blue Sea 2 is going to win today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in the running for the next category, okay. which is Best Song. Uh, um, that's true. That's true. And we have, of course, we played it at the end of our first episode on the series, deepest bluest our hat his hat is like a shark's fin <laughs> ll cool j <laughs> recapping the plot of deep blue c2 over the credits it's uh it's phenomenal i'm trying to remember i just watched something oh it was bogus journey has uh not quite a like a titular song um, but what it has is it has like a one of those end credit songs that has lots of quotes from the movie. Like it's it's the actual like record voice recordings. Like oh clips, really? Clips of lines from the movie. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Uh, it's it's by I believe the credited artist is Steve Vai. Whoa! <laughs> and the song is called the Reaper Rap, and it is not a rap song and it is only about one-fifth uh william sadler's grim reaper it's very wow. confusing yeah it's just a bunch of quotes from all the different characters it's and then you know steve Vai shredding on guitar in the background <laughs> you know the best fake like jokey rap song at the end of a movie is from the 10 that's such a good one uh i 10? do remember that yeah well they're so I have seen the ten. I like it. I mean, I always think of there's a there's a rap song at the end of Wet Hot American Summer, also. Uh, I mean, there, I've seen that movie so many times. I don't remember that though. It's just all I remember is the chorus, which goes "Wet Hot Summer in America." You remember okay. that? <laughs> the, the the ten one is like this is the end of the ten. Like it's just, it's straight up. It's a rap. It's an end credits rap song about being an end credits rap song. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, um, but anyways, Deepest Bluest is... Deepest Bluest. It's a masterpiece. Uh, well, hey, listen. We still have one other cat- one other song to put forth, which is uh-huh. Into the Blue by Sean Murray from Deep Blue Sea 2. It's yeah. over the opening credits. Um, it's a banger. <laughs> it's not. It's really <laughs> slow. It sounds like a James yeah. Bond song. It's like, yeah, it's Into ja- the Blue. It uh, is. I think I compared it to late 90s era Sting. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's very evocative yes, of like desert rose and those uh what madonna <laughs> frozen you know mm-hmm. that kind of vibe i think also i would like to uh nominate the incredibly out of place calypso music from the end from credits of deep blue c3 c3 yeah I, I i was gonna say suggest the same yeah um i guess i mean why put at tension where there's no tension mm-hmm. for me LL Cool J's deepest bluest. So just like, yeah, it, yeah. This it walks away with this award. Here's what I think, Eric. 
These waters are waist level. The hallway's flooded. Lost your scuba gear. The killer's cold-blooded. His name's <laughs> LL. You don't really want it. I ate your ancestors. The ocean is haunted. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. So good. Congratulations, LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool James. Is that what it is? That's correct. Yes, James. Cool. I don't know why I'm writing down on my notebook. <laughs> what? Who's winning what? <laughs> you got to turn it into the official scorekeeper. At the end the- and, and then the best thing is on best for this one, because I, I was going to write LL, but instead I wrote DD, <laughs> which doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah. Dudes dig. Cool. Jack. Dudes dig. Yeah. Cool. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a more guy. It's the more uh, male t- demographic targeting version. Uh, um, so then, yeah, what's next? Next up, most bizarre shark behavior, most unrealistic shark behavior. I should I should clarify. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is a series full of sharks behaving in incredibly silly ways, mm-hmm. uh, in unbelievable ways, and we wanted to highlight some of our. Our favorite instances of that. Uh, I'm happy to go first. Uh, yeah, go I w- for it. I would like to nominate, uh, as we've been doing, just kind of in order, starting with the original Deep Blue Sea. There's a real place in my heart for the shark using uh, Stellan Skarsgård uh, as a projectile and <laughs> throwing him at the window uh, and and uh, yeah, breaking the glass and and uh, and breaking into Aquatica using Stellan Skarsgård and his stretcher—that is absolutely one of my favorite moments. That is that is very good. Uh, from that movie, I would like to nominate. It's the first instance, not the last, uh-huh. of a shark taking out a surveillance camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you half ex- expect them to have a can of spray paint in their mouth. Just yeah, like, exactly. Shh, yeah. <laughs> No evidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's. I mean, honestly, I do feel like part one is probably. I mean, it's also a great movie, but I think it has more instances of this than anything else. Um, like, it's less something that we see and more just a line of dialogue. But I also don't think we can move on from part one without acknowledging the plot that they've apparently been unfolding during the entire movie oh yeah 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 to move them methodically through each part of aquatica to systematically flood it so that the water level came up high enough that they could escape (laughs) yes yes oh yeah yeah. Um, all of this was a cat and mouse game all along with a very specific end uh, goal goal, the sharks are playing 3d chess that's right (laughs) yeah uh, so from Deep Blue Sea two, I'm I'm reading over my notes trying to remind myself. Uh, I would ha- there's a couple things I want to put forth. Okay. Uh, one is the sharks hunting in perfect flying V formation. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, is pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, th- <laughs> also just the shark watching through a window, <laughs> watching a scene unfold for itself. Yes, with its eye I, in the window. Yeah, the shark just doing Jason Voorhees or Michael yeah. Myers essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, part two is definitely not like it's not heavy on the super smart shark stuff. Uh, I think it said shark. Uh, but... <laughs> super smart shark. 
Sorry, chart. You're gonna shit your shit with a smart chart. Um, it's a callback for anybody who listens to Deeply C Three. Enjoy, enjoy you humps. <laughs> We're doing it for you. Yeah, our hands look like this, so your ears can yeah. sound like that. <laughs> I my my nomination for part two is when the shark pushes the uh, the boat um, into the generator. <laughs> In like oh, a really yeah. half-assed final destination, uh, Rube Goldberg uh, to short out the um, the the power. Yeah, that on Achilles. Yeah, so that's 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 my fave, probably. What about part three? Part three. I mean, really, it's it's got to be for me when <laughs> the, host- <laughs> the hostage situation situation <laughs> where yeah. Richard puts a harpoon gun to. One of the shark's heads and the other yeah. sharks back off. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely the best. Uh, I will add as an as an addendum more than anything because it can't top that. But the uh, when Doctor Collins fends them off by holding out the mine and they yeah, back, yeah, yeah, they back up like if they had hands, they'd have their hands up and be Whoa. slowly backing away, going, "Okay, let's not do anything crazy." Yeah, um, yeah, so. Uh, but I mean, best of the best. This is this one's a little trickier. It I is think. a little trickier. I think I have my answer though. Um, let's see. What's it, what's yours? If I like it, I'll, I'll, I like I'll jump on board. My answer is the hostage hostage situation. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. I loved it. It's, it's really one of the best parts of the movie. All right, I accept. I accept your proposal. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely just out of out of its mind. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was more of it in there. Totally. Yeah, that movie needs needs to sort of just open up the gas way earlier. I feel like if Deep Blue Sea really wanted to win me over, it should have gotten way stupider way earlier. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, and then finally, this is a quick one. Best fake pharmaceutical company name. <laughs> okay. Let's we have, hear the nominees. The nominees are, from part one, Chimera Pharmaceuticals. From part two, Durant Pharmaceuticals. And from part three, Genotics. Um, you know, uh, I just, I have a soft, I have a soft spot for, um, you know, drug company names that are just like one syllable off of a real word. So uh-huh. I'm going to have to go with genotics. I'm just like, uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the, uh, late night, um, infomercials for new which <laughs> with Frank with, Thomas. Yeah. Frank Thomas, the big hurt, which I also just think is insane. Cause it's like, isn't it just eugenics with an yeah. N? Yeah. That's a really ba- that's a bad thing. That's we don't <laughs> we don't we don't hype up eugenics. Yeah, um, those commercials are amazing. I don't know yeah. what that is. Is it like testosterone replacement for like older men? I don't really I, know. I think it it's they want it they market it like that, but I think it's just bullshit cuz it's like over the it's not testosterone. It's over the right. counter stuff. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to look it up while you tell tell everyone your favorite. Um so I do have a soft spot for Chimera. Durant is pretty pretty lame. Genotics is the winner for me as well because it just sounds it sounds pretty bland, and but uh, when you think about it more, it kind of gets funnier. Um, 
genetics, genotics, aquatics. Uh, there's, yeah. there's just something really nice about it. So genotics from Deep Blue Sea 3. Right. Congratulations. You have won the best fake pharmaceutical company name. And yeah. uh, that's really, the end uh, of our superlatives. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no – there aren't a lot of – oh, there was one more that we had talked about doing. Um, because generally we like to do a best kills. Oh yeah, you're right. But, right down. Mm-hmm. but the thing is, because uh, Eric and I talked about this and we hesitated on doing it because there's a clear best kill in this whole series that everyone kind of agrees on. And that's the surprise death of Samuel Jackson. Yes. Um, so we talked ahead of time and we said, well, if we're going to do a best kills, let's just take that off the table and let's talk about what is our favorite kill from this series sans samuel so um okay should we go movie for movie movie to movie or uh yeah sure let's let's throw some favorites out there okay favorites non samuel jackson death from part one is probably the surprise death of the main female the scientist lady i can't remember her name uh Uh, yeah saffron Uh, burrows sure saffron her her character uh that's a surprising death Mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, mine's tricky because I do love Stellan Skarsgård, but we don't really see him die. He's no. still alive, and then he just drowned later. So I'm going to say when the shark eats Michael Rappaport and bashes him repeatedly yeah. into an electrical board is pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, and then That's his good. severed leg sinks, twitches, floats in the water and twitches back and forth. That is very uh, good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Part two, uh, underwhelming in every way imaginable. Yeah. (laughs) You do have the person getting eaten alive in a slowly filling, um, like closet by the baby sharks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, guy getting his head bit, bit off. Right. When he's mocking the sharks over the moon pool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think those are probably the two best candidates. Um, spoiler, neither, neither one of them is going to win. Um, what about part three? Uh, part three, uh, we have. Oh, I, my favorite of the movie was when Richard jumps into the water to save the day, but instead jumps directly into a shark's mouth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're definitely trying to get to score those Samuel L. points. Yeah. Uh, and they, I think they do a decent job. They certainly caught me off guard. I'll say that. Like yes. that. I definitely want to give them credit for. Um, I will also say that even though it's an off-screen kill, I didn't even talk about this during the pod when we covered Deep Blue Sea 2, but I did get a good chuckle out of the guy going past on his water scooter with his bottom half missing and all his intestines behind him. Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) I I was like, hey, that's good. That's some good gore. so yeah, those those would be mine. Um, if I had to pick one, what, I think what were you, you saying? You suggested for la- your favorite from last episode was um, Shaw blowing up both the sharks and. Oh yeah, that's time. right. Yes, that's a good one. I like that almost more of a, as a character moment and an explosion than a death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for me, I think of the ones we've run down. I gotta go with my man Michael Rappaport. I like that. I like that. That is a really good one. Um, I'm willing to. Yeah. Let me hear your counter. 
My counter, you know, the the more I think about it, the less I like it, which is the Richard from Deep Blue Sea 3 jumping into the shark's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't really hold a candle to Michael Rappaport's death, which is pretty brutal and funny. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think I think Richard's death maybe loses points because it's such a it's a clearly um, what's the word I'm looking for an homage. Uh, rip well, off. yeah, but like they're 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 it's a very deliberate attempt to do that. You know, it's 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 a sort of obvious what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Rappaport, Rappaport. Congrats. What was that movie about Rappaports? Rap. This from the nineties. It was like. You're Rappaport? No, I'm I'm Rappaport. Well, you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Glad we're going down this path, though. I'm not Rappaport. That's the name oh, of the movie. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Starring Walter Matthau and Ozzie Davis. Jesus Christ. Okay, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with our definitive ranking of the three Deep Blue Sea movies. Okay, guys. It's the moment. You've all been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, Eric and I are, we're going to go through this beat by beat. And we are going to rank the Deep Blue Sea movies in order from worst to best. Buckle up, guys. Yeah. How do you want to do this? Um, God. I, it's just like my head's hurting even thinking yeah. about going through this whole process. Absolutely. But we have to. It's part of we, the we do. tradition. Dude, who should I start? Do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, you can start. You can start. Okay. Um, two's the worst, then three, one is the best. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Okay, great. All <laughs> right, cool. We did it. Glad we figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. So, once, just to repeat, because it maybe went yeah. by quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two's the worst. Yeah. Three's in the middle. Yeah. Part one's the best. Yeah, one is the only one you should really make an effort to see. I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, it's fun. If one's a great movie, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we, you know, go back and listen to the episode on it if you didn't. Otherwise, you know how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The other two, I mean, part two is a serious stinker. Uh, it, it, don't watch it; it's bad. And part yep. three is like uh, okay, it's I almost guess. okay. Yeah. yeah, but it's like not exciting. Um, also, one thing I was thinking about, just comparing all three of these movies together, I think the first one has got it right going with the Makos. Because, yeah. like, Makos are scary looking. They tend to be smaller than other sharks, but they fix that problem by genetically engineering them to be big, right? Yeah. yeah. Great Whites are a good scary shark. And I feel like bull sharks are fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And everybody knows a Mako, too. Like, a Mako... Mm-hmm. You hear the word Mako, you know, like, you know it. Um, but bull shark, they have to explain it too many times. They're yeah. Like, what? How? The behavior of a bull yeah. shark. They're like two movies. They spend two movies talking about how <laughs> bull sharks behave. Yeah. You guys gotta believe me. They're actually really. They attack the most people. No, I yeah. know that they look boring. I know that they look just like really boring, nondescript sharks. But I swear they're really mean. It's like, well, we're in a universe where all the sharks are super intelligent and murderous, so... Yeah, they can be anything. Yeah, why didn't they do hammerheads in one of these movies? The hammerheads are fucking dope. I don't know. God, fuck. Let's write a letter to these assholes. Like, imagine two hammerheads smacking their hammerheads together on on someone's head and crushing it. That'd be fucking awesome. They could, like, hammer some nails and stuff. (laughs) They could build... 
They could build their own <laughs> underground facility and then stare, give give them the stink eye through the window. Like, yeah, hey, we're watching. Oh. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's all we really have to say about the Deep Blue Sea <laughs> franchise. <laughs> this is fun. I'm glad we did it. Uh, let's move on. Um, so we ran uh, an online poll um, in two different phases. Way back when, we kind of narrowed down genres people were interested in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what was on the table for that first one? Uh, it was ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Which ghouls. I don't think people really understood sure. what we were insinuating by putting ghouls on the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was ghouls, vampires, werewolves. Yeah. Was there a fourth one? It was just those three. Yeah. I think it was just those three. I can right. read real quick, but yeah. And the then werewolves and vampires were uh, tied. Right. So we ran those both out, and for some reason we ended up with three vampire franchises and one werewolf franchise yeah well okay so here's the thinking behind Uh um the movies that we put up on the poll we want to do another short we want to do another short um, yeah uh uh series because Mm -hmm. we just did friday the 13th right it was it killed us damn near killed us it's one of the longest ones we'll ever do and so we are taking we're just breaking things up a little bit more, and I think after this next series, you can expect us to dig into something of of medium to long length. Probably yeah. not twelve movies like uh, Friday, but you know, certainly longer than three. Yeah, and so we had a, we put forth a couple of options. We also like we usually take in like the era mm-hmm. uh, and the type of movie into account. Yeah. We don't want to do two like two slasher movies back to back. So the ones that we put forth were from dusk till dawn. Uh, Ginger Snaps, Fright Night, and uh, one other. It is Car- was it John was Carpenter's Vampires. Carpenter's Vampires, yeah. Um, and Eric, would you like to announce the winner of our poll and our next winner, series on Kill Streak? The winner of the poll, the next series we're going to cover, the one I was rooting for, Ginger Snaps. That's right. Yeah. Ginger Snaps Canadian werewolf franchise for anyone who's unfamiliar. Three um, movies, three films, takes the uh, the standard uh, plot of a of a werewolf film and and sort of uh, drapes it over the structure of a of the trials and tribulations of teenage girls. Um, I've seen the first one, like it a lot. I maybe Same. saw the second one. If I did, it was a long time ago. I don't remember much, and I know I haven't seen the third one. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the second one. I have seen the first one. Liked mm-hmm. it a lot when I saw it. Uh, so that is playing for free on Tubi, Crackle, Vudu, Sling, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. You got a lot of options there for Amazing. watching Ginger Snaps, Yeah, uh, the first movie. And then part two, also on Tubi for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe Amazon Prime. Let me check. Let me click on this link here. Uh, In the meantime, while Eric checks that out, as always, uh, if you guys want to make suggestions for our next franchise, also, we would love, love some suggestions, some submissions for quizzes and segments. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything too complicated. If you want us to rank something, uh, we love to rank stuff. We can't help ourselves. We see... Just point at something and I'll rank it. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, point at anything in the room, I'll rank it for you. 
So Ginger Snaps two and three are both for free on Tubi. That that's the only place okay. they seem to be for free. So. All right. Well, we will cross those bridges once we get to them. But uh, yeah, watch along with us. Check out Ginger Snaps. We'll be covering it on next Monday's episode. And uh, in the meantime, like I said, hit us up with all your goodies and questions and suggestions. Uh, our email is killstreakpod at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is killstreakpod. Our Facebook is killstreakpod. And you can check out our website, killstreakpod.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, and please spread the word about our Twitter. I want to get some more followers on Twitter. Uh, and I'll be more active on that thing. For sure. And as always... Beneath this glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. <laughs>